This is a conversation with Sandra Coben as a part of CODA, the KYHS 2020 Coronavirus Oral History Digital Archive Project. The interviewer is Ariella Greenberg, and the date is May 13th, 2021. Sandra Coben, may we please have your permission to share and include your remarks as part of the CODA project? Yes. Thank you. Okay, so when did you first hear about COVID and realize what was going on? I believe it, it might have been as early as February, but you know, truly, I think March that mm-hmm. it started being a big story. Mm-hmm. And how did you hear about it? <sighs> Most likely TV news. Mm-hmm. Um, and also um, from my adult children mm-hmm. who were probably following the news more closely than I was. Mm-hmm. And, and my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a doctor, he, he was paying attention to things like that. Mm-hmm. And do you think that you started watching the news more once you started hearing more and more about it? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, if you could give yourself uh, your March 2020 self advice, uh, would you give yourself advice? And if so, what would it be? Probably to um, uh, not so much worry about wiping things down. I mean, that's <laughs> knowing it in retrospect. That's a that's a good and, point. Um, I think what I I, I overstocked, and, and that was because of urging, especially of my son, who had me buying, you know. 20 pounds of rice and lentils and things like that so it was really almost a survivalist kind of thing mode that I went into Mm -hmm. um, mainly to placate fears of my son I I sort of felt it was overkill but I thought well you know in my lifetime maybe I will use up that much rice so (laughs) it's not a great loss but you know, just constantly being on Amazon or whatever and trying to buy up uh, big quantities of things. Uh, if I had it to do over again, I wouldn't have gone that hog wild. Mm-hmm. I did not overbuy toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have. Unlike the rest of the world. <laughs> do you think that watching people around you overbuy made you feel the need to overbuy yes yes I have a really strong memory I was in um, uh, one of the big factory stores uh-huh. not factory stores but um, I'm going blank on the name of the store but you know it's somewhere where where everything comes in quantity you know mm-hmm. you can't buy a single jar of peanut butter it's an extra large which is right. combined with another extra large, you know, not, not, not to be separated except with a sharp scissors. Um, and I was, I can remember being in the store and there were a lot of 
Asian, and I was I was just sort of so surprised. I mean, I think more than eighty percent of the people in the store were Asian, which is, you know, definitely noticeable. And they were stocking their, you know, they were like families who had two and three carts going that were absolutely to the brim with foodstuffs. And um, of course, they were listening to what was going on in China. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that was the first time I started feeling a little panicky. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, they know what's going on in China and they're already anticipating what's going to happen here. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I kind of came away from that and I probably spread the word and probably put other people into kind of panic yeah. mode. <laughs> okay. Um, how has COVID affected your ability to see family members and how has that affected you? Oh, it's, it's been an especially bad year because my husband passed away in October and, um, you know, not only was I alone for the first time in my life, you know, having lived with my parents and then lived university college situation with roommates and then got married Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'd always I'd never really lived alone not only really I'd never had lived alone and so this was alone and alone without being able to have visitors or to visit Um, so it was very isolating um, very difficult very, mm-hmm. very uh, uh, isolating. Mm-hmm. So, at what point did you start seeing family members, if, if at all? Um, during my husband's the last part of his illness, um, for one thing, he started having nurse nurse aides coming. So, I did have professional people coming uh, to help with his care. And then um, the children, the adult children came at the end and um, my one daughter, your mother, mm-hmm. fortunately from Florida, flew in, you know, even even against our advice. I mean, we were really saying, no, we don't want to put you at risk. But she came and it was wonderful that she was here and, and stayed for um, several days before and after his passing and so at least I had that buffer and had her in the house mm-hmm. um, and after that um, I remember after the funeral which was outdoors so there could be immediate family and we went to my daughter's house and we were out on her deck the weather was still you know not so cold that we couldn't be outside so there was some getting together I remember going a really, really long time and then desperate for a haircut. And my daughter-in-law had a friend who was a hairdresser who came to her deck and we could sit out on the deck. And that was some of my first socializing was being able to come for a haircut Mm -hmm. out on the deck. Um, uh, And we could do sort of little driveway uh, seeing each other, but a lot on Zoom Zoom really was a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. You know, if this had happened ten years ago before we had Zoom, I think they would have invented Zoom. <laughs> uh, if it had happened even 
20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, 20 years ago, maybe not. But, um, you know, it was really fortunate that that at least we were able to gather on Zoom and FaceTime and so forth. Mm-hmm. So the technology has made this doable. Yes. Um, how has this extra time affected how you spend your time? Uh, I probably spend it well obviously more inside mm-hmm. um, uh, unfortunately more TV mm-hmm. more more books more um, se- separate um, you know in- individual activities mm-hmm. knitting and so forth excuse me <laughs> let me just see that hold on okay because a lot of the change in my activity is because of my husband passing away. So Mm -hmm. things I did with him, um, I could never do crossword puzzles alone. We always (laughs) did them together. And Uh I just stopped picking up crossword puzzles. Mm -hmm. Um, He always got the newspaper. Well, I stopped the newspapers because it really was both costly and, you know, I didn't want to have all that material to have to recycle and so forth so you know just my whole lifestyle change but a lot of it was because of covid but some of it also was because of being widowed mm-hmm. all right how do you think the government has handled the pandemic you can talk about both all governments oh, it, terrible terrible just awful i mean trump was I, you know, he should roast in hell. <laughs> Pardon my saying that. But, um, you know, I think tens of thousands of deaths are at his feet. Mm-hmm. You know, his refusal to recognize it, to recognize what the doctors recommended, to um, to wear a mask himself, mm-hmm. um, to, you know, to see that the, the testing that he kept saying we had plenty of was there um, to do everything that it took to give us the best protection um, for controlling this and limiting the number of people ill and and dead. Mm-hmm. And um, you know there there have been probably local uh, state states that have handled it more you know toward in a poorer way. Um, I think the media has been good, except for Fox News. Uh, uh, You know, trying to get the message out. Um, In Massachusetts, I think the governor has made some errors once it came to vaccination. The the setting up of major sites have been difficult, especially for seniors, you know, rather than getting vaccines to to local health centers where they know their population, where the population knows them, where people feel safe 
going there and can easily, you know, get to their their local health provider to get vaccines was a really large mistake and uh, made things more difficult. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in in general, Massachusetts has, you know, done better than many other states. Um, So, uh, you know, we we could have done better. Yes. Sure. And we certainly uh, almost couldn't have done worse. I mean, to think that we have the largest death rate of any country in the world is really unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You you touched on it uh, a little bit, but how do you think the media has affected the pandemic? I think they have tried to um, help. Um, I mean, I, I've regular news. I I don't watch Fox, but I'm assuming the Fox sort of supported whatever the Trump propaganda was, but. Um, you know your your regular CBS, NBC, so forth. They they always had coverage of Fauci and uh, Fauci and um, you know local physicians on staff or or guest physicians who were telling it like it was. Um, and you know I think just even showing the numbers and and having sometimes video within um, ICUs, you know, just bringing the reality to people so that it wasn't this pie in the sky, oh, that's somebody else, mm-hmm. um, did, did as well as it could. Okay. To what extent has the pandemic inhibited you from normal activities, events, participating in things throughout this last mm. part of your life? Uh, I, I think I would have traveled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have liked traveling. Um, I certainly would have gotten together with friends and with family and um, had family here. Uh, my son, David, who normally comes home every couple of months and spends a week or two or three here hasn't been able I haven't seen him in more than a year and a half I haven't seen my grandchildren in Florida or son-in-law and and just briefly my daughter um you know in in this last year and a half um so oh so many things would be changed um not being able to go to the store uh ordering everything in uh, you know, just the activities that I would normally do, um, teaching. I just got, in fact, today, just a, probably a half hour ago, I got a text seeing if I want to start the, the senior center is opening. And I, in the past, I've taught mahjong there. Am I ready to teach by the end of the month? By like May twenty, what in a week? May twenty fourth, they're wanting to start classes again. Am I interested? Gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I think I forgot what the question was, but, uh, <laughs> you know, how, how would my life have been different without COVID? Is, was that it? Or well, how has my life changed? More like, because 
like to what extent has the pandemic inhibited you from any events or normal activities that you otherwise would have participated in yes um so you know i i would have i i have meetings that i attend i would have attended those meetings i would have had lunches with friends i would have gotten together to play mahjong to play cards i would have taught a class um I would have gone shopping. I would, you know, mm-hmm. I would have gone to lunches. I would have gone to movies, um, plays, musicals, whatever. Mm-hmm. Je- you know, my grandchildren's grandparents' week or yes. grandparents' day. Um, all of those kinds of things. Uh, sometimes running carpools. Um, so all of, all of that just hasn't happened. The mm-hmm. dentist. I just finally went to the dentist. I'm about to have, tomorrow I'm scheduled to have my first massage in a year and a half. Uh, I am, Mother's Day gift, thank you. Uh, So, so many things, so many things. Mm -hmm. So then how has your life changed since becoming vaccinated? Uh, (laughs) My first trip to Trader Joe's, I was so excited. You know, Whole Foods and Roche Brothers, other um, food sources all delivered. But the one that didn't deliver was Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, did not go into Trader Joe's. Although once, when your mother was here, we ran in really quickly, but we never told any of the rest of the family. That was a definite no-no. I didn't know that. Yeah, but we had to run in quickly, ran in and ran out, but uh, don't tell anybody else. I won't tell. Um, but I went to Trader Joe's, uh, you know, after I'd been vaccinated and the two weeks were up. And it was it was so delightful to go one aisle and down the other mm-hmm. and get some special foods that I can only get at Trader Joe's. And then when I went to check out, I told the young man, I said, you have no idea. I've dreamed of this for a year and a half. This is my first time here, my favorite store. And he disappeared for a minute and he came back with three cyclamen plants. There was a pink one and a sort of an orangey red one and a fuchsia one. And he said, what's your favorite color? And I pointed to the fuchsia, fuchsia cyclamen and he handed me the plant and he said, welcome back. Aww. And I looked at it just sitting out well, it's out on the deck now because mm-hmm. I wanted to get some sun. Um, and uh, he's, it, it just, it was that feeling of celebration, of mm-hmm. coming home, of my life coming back to normal. Um, I've started getting together with friends here in the apartment complex. We play cards, we play mahjong together. Um, uh, a friend had some friends over and we had a, discussion group um, and uh, I've been able to go to my children's houses um, and it's Mother's Day we all got together everyone in Boston Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah it's a whole new world Mm -hmm. it feels wonderful Um, I've gone into pet stores I haven't gone into yes I did I went with a friend to a clothes store very quickly because mm-hmm. I'm sick of my clothes. I'm sick of everything <laughs> in my closet. Um, but ended up not buying anything, but just mm-hmm. went in and looked. Um, and uh, it's it's feeling 
close to normal to the fact that now a few times I've found myself leaving the house without my mask just to walk the dog mm-hmm. and then I get all nervous that I don't you know I feel like I'm missing an arm because mm-hmm. I don't have my mask and of course the CDC is now saying that it's okay mm-hmm. if you've been vaccinated and you're outside and they open and up close to people that it's okay to be without a mask but then when you pass somebody and they're wearing masks makes me feel bad and I'll yeah. sort of come home and get a mask. All right. Um, is this time or, or this past time comparable to anything you've ever experienced in your life so far in any way? Hmm. All I can think of is uh, when Kennedy was assassinated that, that feeling of, oh my gosh, um, certainly when the Twin Towers came down, you know, um, it, times of national crises, uh-huh. which both bring the country together and also make you feel the, the fragility of life as you know it. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of other times not really mm-hmm. how do you think this pandemic will affect society in the future oh I think it's going to change so many things for one thing I think people are going to work from home much more frequently mm-hmm. um, which can be a really maybe a good thing um, I think masks are in our future I can see wearing masks as they do in Asia when you have a cold or when um, it's flu season, regular flu season. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody pointed out that there's been, nobody's had colds or the flu. Yeah. Because we've been wearing masks and isolating. Mm-hmm. So, um, and frankly, I don't think this is the last pandemic we're going to experience. Um, I mean, I hate to say that, but. I think all indications are this this may be something that occurs every 10 years, every 15 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. Um, okay. How, how has the pandemic caused you to reevaluate things or uh, have you had any epiphanies or anything? Mm, epiphanies. <laughs> mm. Again, it's so hard to separate the becoming a widow and dealing with the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. they're they're so linked in my mind that, and I'm still coming to terms with them, with Mm -hmm. both. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really don't know that I've had epiphany, except, you know, appreciation for being able to be with people, to be with loved ones, to, oh boy, getting to the point where we can hug. Yeah. I mean, we're sort of still not even doing that. So mm-hmm. the, the needing touch, um, you know, as you know, I adopted a puppy mm-hmm. just to have companionship and something to touch and love and um, just that, that need for I can't say human contact, canine contact in this case, but, uh, you know, a living thing that, that, you know, 
can be there and be part of your life. Not that it's anywhere like having a human person, but um, just just how important it is for us to be connected, you know, physically as well as mentally. I don't know that that's an epiphany. I think we we always knew that. Yes, but, but realize brings it home, brings it home very strongly. Yes. Well, thank yeah. you so much. I'm gonna end yeah. the recording.